Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. That is called Free to a New World. It's taken from the new album uh, by Cormac Thompson. The album is called A Borrowed Gift. Uh, and I'm so pleased to say that on the other end of the phone is, uh, is the man himself, Mr. Cormac Thompson. Good morning, Cormac. How are you? Good morning, Kev. I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Oh, not, not bad at all. I tell you, I, I just love, with the headphones on, listening to that album it is so so relaxing so thank you uh for that it's the thank second it's the second album we played uh tracks from the first album when when that was first out now many people will remember you from britain's got talent um singing snow patrols run now i i can remember this because it's not often that i watch britain's got talent but uh i i caught your appearance on it and you look so cool so calm i mean what were you feeling before you walked on stage because you, you just looked like there were no nerves there at all well i was most definitely absolutely terrified um i remember before i went on stage i was like absolutely i was, I was so I, was, I think i was the most nervous i'd ever been for a performance um and when, once I got on stage and started singing, I remember the, my pinky finger started to cramp up from the nerves. And I remember the back of my head started going cold. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Because I, I don't know why, but I was just so terrified. So um, even though I might have looked cool and calm, I definitely didn't feel like it. Well, I, I, I tell you what, you, you walked out there and uh, I, I can remember sort of all the judges being so blown away uh, by that performance um, as well. So, and, and, and that's where it all, well, no, it's not where it all started because it started quite a while uh, before that. I mean, I, people did, look yeah. at uh, what you've done and, I mean, you're 14 years old and, you know, th this has been sort of building up for about six, uh, seven years, six, seven years um, of there. And... Uh, I mean, there's a lot happened leading up to that moment. I'm, I'm just going to run over a few things that's uh, happened in, in that, that period of time. You started having singing lessons when you were eight years old. At nine, you joined the Halle Children's Choir. At 11, you became the youngest person to sign to a global record label. And then at 12, you appeared, as we said, on Britain's Got Talent. Uh, your debut album, Hear My Voice, that was released. Uh, and last month, your new album, as I mentioned, A Borrowed Gift, uh, was released. In that period of time, what have been your highlights? Ooh, um, round about this time last year, I'd say the, the pinnacle of my treble career. Sounds weird saying that. Um, it was probably, it was literally right before my voice just completely changed. Um, I sang at the Royal Albert Hall for the Salvation Army Christmas concert. And that, that was very, 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 very fun experience and very nerve-wracking. Um, but I'd say that was my most um, memorable and enjoyable and most prestigious, I'd say, uh, performance and memory of, yeah, of what I've done. I really enjoyed that. It was good. But let's face it. I mean, the Royal Albert Hall is a massive place it is. And, you know, for, for someone um, a, a sort of your age at that time to sort of be out there on stage looking out at, uh, at everyone, uh, that is a yeah. great achievement um, for it. Uh, now, and I was talking about this uh, a few weeks ago with, with another uh, young singer. And when, when a man's voice breaks, you know, and it changes and everything, uh, it, it can be a little bit of a shock. Um, when, mm. when did you sort of, when did your voice break? What, what were you doing? Was it, you know, sort of something mundane or, or how and when did it happen for you? So it happens. It, it can it literally varies for everyone, but for me, it happened over about a three month, four month period where it was just um, changing mainly and just didn't sound great at all. 
Uh, it first started to change around about this time last year. I had a cold, like a really bad cold. Got one at the moment, so maybe I know that lots of people had it this time last year and and, and um, this year. Um, but we thought that after I sang at the Albert Hall, that my voice sounded a bit lower and a bit more croaky because of the cold. But it turns out it wasn't actually because of the cold. We um, we know a guy called Professor Martin Ashley who studies voice boy uh, boy the boy's voice changing. And um, he, he said that, that that was actually just my voice changing. And then I, I think round about from end of December to January, uh, for, for, for the end of December, January time to about, I'd say, May, June-ish is when it started to settle down more was May, June-ish. Um, but in that period, it just didn't sound good at all. And I think that's the case with lots of boys. And it's, it was quite hard because it's like, is it going to sound good when it settles? Or it was like, oh, my voice doesn't sound good right now to, I'm not really very happy with it. I hope it starts to, it's just that worry of whether it will actually sound okay once it's started to settle down. Um, but touch wood so far, it's settled down pretty much fully now. Um, it hasn't changed much. Um, I can, I've got a pretty solid register now and it's sounding reasonably good and it feels reasonably comfortable. So yeah, I think I've pretty much got it stable now. So Marvelous. it was quite a, it definitely was a weird experience and quite a, um, quite quite an upsetting experience to have because so, it kind of basically my like whole pers- persona was singing in the higher voice so it was like where's well, it going to sound good when it's lower um, but yeah I think lots of people that have taken it well on all the people on my YouTube and my socials have definitely enjoyed it so that's very good and very encouraging yeah definitely I suppose it can be quite a worry though when you know you're a singer and you've got that sort of uh, that choir-like voice uh, to all of a yeah. sudden it to, it to drop, and you you know you must have worried that uh, it, it would affect your career. I know um, a couple of years ago um, we had Alan Jones as a guest, and uh, obviously you know people knew him from walking in the air and you know stuff like that and all the choir stuff, yeah. and and he was really worried that you know his career might suffer because of that. but obviously obviously it's not you know because he's gone on to bigger and greater things and he's released loads of uh, loads of albums with his you know new voice or new voice at, at the time so uh, and and i imagine that uh, for, for you you're looking forward to sort of expanding the, the amount of songs that you sing because of this new sound to your voice yeah definitely i think we're gonna try and move more um genre wise to more like a uh pop indie pop like ballad type oh. style so some of the, there's there's two bonus tracks on the on the new album on the cd um and they're i think they're more the ed sheeran one and the there's time in a bottle which is uh not as well known but it's really a really good tune i, um, I love that song kind of the type of yeah it's a good song it's, i think that's the type of the genre we're going to try and aim for um so yeah really? uh, yeah i think we're trying to steer more away from the classical now um, I'm still gonna. I'm not gonna completely drop it, but I think we're gonna steer to stop releasing classical stuff. Um, but yeah, we shall look forward to to what comes in the future. So, and I, I love that time in a bottle. It's an old Jim Croce song, uh, and I've yeah. always enjoyed that song. So, uh, I mean, talking about the album itself, I mean, how were the tracks chosen for the album? Did, did you have a lot of say in what songs you wanted to record? Um, well, we did it independently, so. Um, and when you're with a record company, that uh, you get a bit of say in it, but it's not not as much as when you do it independent, which is one of the benefits. Um, and there definitely was, we literally basically got to choose every single one. 
uh, well, yeah, we, we, we did with suggestions from Dominic, who is uh, helps us with all the stuff and plays the piano and produces them all, and, and, and Simon, who is the sound engineer on all the tracks. Um, so yeah, there, there definitely was lots of freedom on what we could choose, just lots of collaborations on choosing what there was. Um, so yeah, lots of freedom on it there. That's that's good. Uh, now then, uh, I think it must have been sort of around about this time last year, or or maybe sort of a little bit earlier. Uh, we had the empty chairs at empty tables um, track out, which was a charity track that you put out as well, which did amazingly well. Uh, I mean, you've recorded several songs from musical theatre. I mean, there's somewhere on, on this track as well from West Side Story. Uh, do do you yeah. think musical theatre may be something that you may want to go into? Um. Well, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Um, I think not at the moment, but maybe when I'm older, I might be worth looking down that route. Um, but maybe but I don't think at the moment, to be honest. Um, I love all the songs from musical theatre, but it's just it's very, very hard, um, hardcore and full on. Um, but yeah, maybe in the future, yeah, definitely. So it is a potential route, yeah. See, when I was doing sort of the research and looking into the the stuff that you've done uh, in the past. Uh, th- there's an awful lot there, and I've listed just a few um, of, of the things that you know, sort of that, that you've done over the past six years. And I, I kept forgetting, you know, you're only 14 years old, uh, you know, and there is so much in front of you. And maybe musical theatre, maybe when you get into early 20s or something like that, um, yeah. you, you know. But there, there's so, it, the world's your oyster, basically, uh, isn't it? So you know, you, you've got this start, and uh, people are all sort of draw comparisons between yourself and Alid Jones and, you know, people like that. Um, but uh, are, are you a fan of Alid Jones and his music now and, you know, people like, like that, Michael Ball and, uh, you know, Alfie Bo? Um, well, I think definitely while I was singing my treble stuff, um, uh, my, I know my mum and dad like Michael Ball and Alfie Bo. Um, didn't, didn't, I think they went to go and see Alfie Bo in, at the Bridgewater Hall a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, but... Um, I don't, I don't, th- I don't think really much at the moment, though. Um, yeah, but we, we did used to listen to quite a lot of Alan Jones stuff. Um, obviously, to get ideas for things to sing as well, because he's very similar to me, definitely. Definitely. Now, who then? I mean, you mentioned your, your mom and dad uh, listen to that sort of music. Who do you listen to when you're sort of away from sort of all the recording and and the concerts and everything else? Uh, who do you like to listen to? Um, well, I listen to a really big variety of different things, literally from like pop, um, mainstream pop to like indie pop and to even like some drum and bass type things and rap and uh, stuff like that. So I can't really put my finger on what specifically because it literally changes every week. I've got about 30 playlists of different genres of music and I've got one big playlist with all of them on them. Um, so I think you definitely, I like, I've liked to listen to a lot of Ed Sheeran recently. Um and there's this guy called Jack Johnson, which I found one of his songs really good. And I started listening to the Arctic Monkeys a bit more as well. Um, and oh yeah, and I love Oasis as well. Um, I've got lots of their songs on my uh, playlists. So yeah, a lot of a big variety of things. It, it's good to have that that scope of of people to listen to, and and then I suppose you know, sort of as as the years go on, you know, they're they're going to yeah. influence and sort of mould the singer that you become in in later years so that that that's all for good so 
Um, we, I mean, and I keep saying you're only 14, but how does, uh, and you're still at school, how does all the singing and recording um, and everything to do with your career fit in with your education? It, it, it must be hard to get everything, you know, sort of done. Yeah. Um, well, it definitely is hard to juggle being at school and having other stuff going on in the background with my music. It's definitely been a problem that we've had. Um, but I think we've done a, a pretty decent job. I've not been in the studio for a, quite a while now, but we t- tend to do aim to do most of the music stuff in the holidays, so that doesn't interrupt with my academics. But there's obviously the the other the ones that we can't really avoid, um, and we have to be excused from school to go and do those things. Um, but yeah, it, it's fine. I've not really. I think in when I was doing the Decca stuff with the, my first album, um, there was quite a bit of interruption with my academics, but I've definitely caught up with it now. And yeah, I've not really had much interruption with it anymore. So yeah, it's, it's, I think we've done quite a good job of managing to juggle both the, the two things, yeah. And I mean, that that is good because you, you get so many sort of people thinking, well, you know, he, he's off doing all these concerts. He's at the, the Albert Hall, is recording albums and everything. Something must be, um, you know, sort of being missed out. But but it's not. You, you're getting it all in, which is brilliant as well. Okay. And, and all play to you, you know, because it's hard work, um, schoolwork, from what I can remember many years ago. Um, and, you know, sort of getting all that in and everything else. Um, so, so all... all place to you mate um so what's in store for 2024 we've got this album out in time for christmas what can we expect and what, and what do you expect uh to be doing in 2024 um well i'd definitely like to get back in the studio again um i think we were last in the studio in august and we did um four tracks with my new voice i definitely love to get back in the studio and do some more tracks with my new voice um i want to develop my guitar skills and my songwriting skills definitely um, and I need to carry on with my piano. That's kind of had a bit of a, um, a pause this year because I started the guitar. Um, but yeah, um, honestly, most of the things they just they just happen and just right place at the right time, as my mum would say. And just take it all and just take every opportunity we can. The small ones lead to the bigger ones, and then yeah. And you've got plenty of time to get it all in um, as well. So how are you finding the learning the guitar? Cause many many years ago. I wanted to learn the guitar and I, I just could not, get, I, I just wanted to play. You know, I didn't want to learn all the chords. I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. I just wanted to go straight in there and play. How are you finding uh, learning the guitar? Um, well, I started around this, around about this time last year. I got a guitar for Christmas. I started having lessons and then I got a guitar. And once I got my, my own guitar, uh, definitely started to kick off from there. And I did pick it up quite quickly. Um, I know pretty much all the basic chords now and I've started on with my grade two stuff. Um, so it, it was quite hard at the start, but I think having the extra theory knowledge from, from piano and singing before, because I was already pretty decent on the on the piano before I started playing the guitar. And I was already quite high in the grades with my singing before I started playing the guitar as well. So there was definitely lots of previous knowledge that helped out with picking it up so quickly, definitely. See, I'm just impatient. I just wanted to play like Jimmy Page or Eric Clapton or something like that. I didn't want all the sort of, you know, twiddly bits. So the, the album, as I say, it's out now. It's uh, it's called A Borrowed Voice. Um, what, what's your favourite song from the album? Oh, it's definitely got to be um, Joker and the Queen by Ed Sheeran. Uh, that, that's definitely my favourite. I can play that on the piano as well. It wasn't recorded with me playing the piano. Dominic's playing the piano. Um, but that's definitely my favourite track on that at the moment. 
Yeah, I, I'm so pleased that you said that because I too am a massive Ed Sheeran fan and when his last album came out, that song just jumped out. Um, I mean, it's a gorgeous song. You do an incredibly good version um, of it as well. Uh, and we're going to play that uh, next. How can people find out more about you, Cormac? If you go onto my website, www.cormacthompson.com, um, it sounds really weird saying that. Uh, there's all my socials are on there. If you just type in Cormac Thompson on any socials platform, mine will pop up. Um, and we really do appreciate it. My mum, dad, and I, um, all the team, <laughs> we do appreciate it if people go and have a look at those. Um, and please go and buy a CD, perfect Christmas present for um, for anyone that loves uh, young boys singing music. Um, it's on my website. Uh, it's called A Borrowed Gift and it's on Amazon as well and digital download is available on my website. It's all the details are on my website, yeah. It, it's the perfect gift for anybody who likes really good music because that's that's what's on that album. It's it's just really good music. And I, I always say go and buy the CD. It's lovely to have a physical copy of the CD uh, in your hands. Streaming, you get absolutely next to nothing uh, as an yeah. artist. Um, so go for the CD. Uh, that way... Cormac gets a little bit more pocket money, basically. Uh, and, and that's what yeah. we need so that we can get another album out uh, next week. Cormac, it's been lovely speaking to you. I'm so pleased that the, the career is going so well um, as, as well. Uh, we, we'll have to have a catch-up next year when the next album comes out so we can play some more stuff. Uh, for <laughs> Definitely. In the meantime, have a wonderful Christmas. Uh, love to your mum and dad as well, because I know how hard they work um, with yeah. you as well. Um, so... Have a great Christmas, have a wonderful weekend, and we will play uh, The Joker and the Queen from uh, the album A Borrowed Voice by Cormac Thompson. Cormac, cheers, buddy. See you later. Bye-bye. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did, and thank you. Thank you.